Before I even call you, I don't, I don't press record. Wow. Okay. So ask a question again. So when you cut it, you could cut from this, from here. Future Stephen, cut here. Sometimes I know exactly what you're going to say. Every single month, your bank account is overdrawn. The world is a business. A husband is what's left of a sweetheart after the nerve has been killed. Walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. If you have selfish, ignorant citizens, you're going to get selfish, ignorant leaders. You mean like Democrats? Well, we both agree that must be the reason. Why not let the folks themselves ask for something that they like to hear? We are knee-deep in a pool of stagnation. No, 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 wait a minute, friends. You don't want to hear that, do you? Yeah. Yeah. Hi, guys, welcome to Objectively Incorrect. My name is Stephen Smith. I'm joined today with my good friend, Vinyl Powell, who is a professional vocalist. Whoop, whoop. She's a professional vocalist. She's a singer-songwriter and has original music that is incredible. She's also the owner of Vinyl Power Performing Artist. She has a whole team. We're going to talk about that in this episode. We're going to talk about a bunch of things. We're going to talk about money. We're going to talk about culture. We're going to talk about school. <sighs> and lastly, but not leastly, we're going to be talking about music and the Federation and everything in between. So, Vinyl, welcome to the show. Hi, Steven. Thank you for having me on your awesome podcast. Ooh. Hi, guys. And Vinel is so passionate. Like, Vinel, you're one of the most passionate people. I've seen you, like, hype up an entire crowd, and she's a little short, but that doesn't matter. Because what? I am would... the tallest person you know. Exactly. What? Vinel is the tallest personality I know, for sure. Hands down. Hands down. She's about 10 and a half feet tall. Well, actually, let's say it the better way. She's 10 feet, 6 inches and a no half boy. tall. Lol. As usual, <laughs> before we even get into the show, we're going to do a fact or fiction section and we're going to give Vinyl five facts. They are all uh-huh. about food. After each statement, you're going to tell me if you think it's true or if it's false. So I just say fact or fiction. Well, you could say true or false. Most people say oh, false because it's just I got easy. it. You got it? Ready? I understand the assignment. You ready, you ready for number one? Yes, sir. Let's do it. Number one. Broccoli contains more protein than steak per calorie. Broccoli contains more protein than steak per calorie. True or false? That's fiction because broccoli is full of fiber. It is a plant. Steak comes from a cow. What? It's actually true. What? (laughs) Calorie per calorie, broccoli contains more protein than steak. It's true. No, get no. You you made a good point, which is you you could Google it. You could you made a good point. You would have to eat a lot of broccoli to get the same protein as you would with a single steak. (laughs) It's true, it. You just Google it. Yes, I did Google it. It's true. Yeah. Number two, bananas are berries. Number two, bananas are berries. True or false? Bananas are berries. Berries. If I want to phrase it another way, bananas belong to the berry family. True or false? I don't know the answer to this. (laughs) Use your intuition, darling. Use it. You could do it. So my intuition says no. Bananas are a fruit, but I don't know the the botanical stuff behind the banana. What do you think? Because I got the first one wrong, I will say true for this because you might be playing a trick on me. So I will say true, final answer. 
bananas are indeed berries. Bananas. <laughs> so, so this is the fact behind it. Bananas develop from a flower with a single ovary and have a soft skin, fleshy middle, and small seeds. Uh, as such, they meet all botanical requirements of a berry and can be can be considered both fruit and berry. It's gonna take longer than I need it to take. Okay. <laughs> it's not going to. Number three. <laughs> no, in that in process. <laughs> but you got that one right. Number three, okay. honey. Mm-hmm. is the only food that will never go bad. Honey is the only food that will never go bad. True or false? Honey is the only food that will never go bad. I want to say that this is true because when I went to pharmacy school, we learned about like the specific types of things. I don't remember now, but there are certain things that in honey that you can't give to like a newborn child because it would affect them, something. I don't remember. I just know honey not supposed to go to newborn children. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it could, there are certain things in it that could also make it last forever. I believe that this is a fact, final answer. You, it's actually false. Honey, it, the thing is, honey is not the only food that will never go bad. Oh, it was more of a structural question. Yes, honey is... Even hu- you are so sneaky. I am. It is the, a myth that honey is the only food that will last forever. Salt, sugar, and raw rice also have eternal shelf lives. Sugar? Yes. Oh, it's true because if ants don't eat sugar... Then yes, it will, it will stay. stay. Yeah, and it's, the thing is, all of these, including honey, they need to be put in a jar or something. If you put like rice in a jar and you stop it from having ear, like ear, touch it, it's going to last basically eternally. This is interesting. Yeah, it's a learning experience. Number four, white oh. chocolate isn't actually chocolate. White chocolate isn't actually chocolate. True or false? What is it then? Oh wait, wrong, wrong. I didn't understand that word. <laughs> White chocolate, White chocolate isn't is not chocolate. actually chocolate, yes. True or false? I think that is true. It's 100% because, true. Why? Because why? Because, like, chocolate comes from the cocoa. Correct. The, the, the thing where you have to grate and process and blah, mm-hmm. and it comes out as the brown, liquidy thing. Yes, the bit of dark chocolate yes right they call it chocolate liquor mm-hmm. so I feel like they just use that and mix it with whatever to get it white Mena. they don't Mena, how they what? make white chocolate I have no idea okay this is how they make white chocolate despite its name white chocolate doesn't actually contain any real chocolate components according to Bon yeah. Appetit the way they don't have any like strains of cocoa in it or anything they have cocoa butter but they don't have any chocolate solids cocoa butter oh yeah, cocoa butter it's not it's not the same as chocolate liquor plot twist right so so it's actually made up of sugar milk products uh-huh. vanilla is the main ingredient in in white chocolate lecithin oh. and cocoa butter so it's not it's not made of actual chocolate um the, the chocolate uh, the, well the liquor this it's called a chocolate liquor Liquor, or whatever you want to call it. But yeah, you were mm-hmm. right. Chocolate is, white chocolate isn't actually chocolate. So number mm-hmm. five. So no, Vinel, if you get this one right, mm-hmm. right? Which is, if you get this I'm one gonna right. I'm going to win a brand new car. Number no? five. The food. The red rum show. The red, <laughs> I don't know what budget you thought I had. Number five. <laughs> the red food dye used in Skittles is made from a tree. 
that only grows below the equator. The red food dye used in Skittles is made from a tree that only grows below the equator. True or false? That grows a tree. Wait, a tree that grows below, below the, the equator? equator? Yes. Only grows below, below? below the equator. Yes. That does sound true. Up to you. The red Trafalgar. food dye. The red food dye used in Skittles is made from a tree. Made from a tree. That only. That so you want to tell me red dye come out of a tree? This is not so untrue. False. I mean, fiction. Lucky in my answer. Lucky in your answer, and you are correct. Woo-hoo! That is a lie. Red food dye used in Skittles is made from boiled beetles. What? Ew, this is worse. <laughs> Bring back the tree. <laughs> Bring back the tree. <laughs> there's a certain what? type. There's a certain type of beetle that produces a red dye, a red food dye, and they have to boil the beetle and crush it in order to get the dye out. So is this sanitary? Yes, it, what? it is. We we eat we we eat more insects than we would like to admit. I don't need to know about it. I don't think I need to know about it. Uh, I think I just need to eat them and continue living my life peacefully. You could eat them still. You, you've been eating them and nothing is wrong. But I, I haven't had Skittles in years. And now I see kind of good that I haven't. Now I'm just going to pick out all the red ones. Jesus, the red ones taste the best. So, Vina, when, when, did you start, when did you start singing? Like, when did you... When did, when's so the I, furthest memory you have of singing? I always tell this story because my mother always told this story. I was two years old. Two years, Jesus. And my, okay, so it was me and my brother at the time, and mommy gonna work, so you carry the children up by mama. Granny. So one day. No, no, we call her mama. It wasn't granny. Granny was a different person. This was mama. What? <laughs> so we went by mama, and one day, you come back, and I must be tell her I could sing Blessed Assurance. Uh-huh. I don't know. But I, I vaguely remember it happening, but it's only after, you know, she was telling me the story again. Like, it made sense. Mm-hmm. And I started to sing Blessed Assurance. Jesus is mine. Of and course. I sang the entire song. What? Word for word, correctly. To the ability of a two-year-old. A two? At two. And that was the first time. I vaguely remember it. I vaguely remember it happening. But she tells everybody that passed that story. So I say that to be true. <laughs> no, I don't know. You know, I'm always, I'm always completely perplexed at the abilities of small children. Because yep. I, I can't, I don't think at two years old I could even talk properly, much less... Audibly. Don't think you're going to speak audibly at two, right? But audibly. I was thinking assurance. <laughs> and then after that, my very first public appearance, my brother and I used to sing when we were younger. Mm. And I remember being four and he was five. And we sang a gospel song in church, in, in my church, Shut Out of Prophecy, at Crotacode. Mm-hmm. And we sang, it was a song by the Grace Thrillers. I want to hear the story. I want to hear the story. I really want to hear the story of him who died for me. Cool song. Wow, okay. Four and five, yeah. okay. Yeah, four and five. And at the time, my father was a musician, so he had the cassette, and he done had the music ready. What? <laughs> 
Yep, it was a real thing. So I've been singing since I was about four. Publicly singing from about four years old. So, so what, what, what instruments did dad play? Sorry? What instruments did your dad play? So your, dad, your dad was a musician? He, yeah, he was the Methodist church organist for years, forever. Since I know myself that he goes to the Methodist church and he plays the piano up to the top and it was a grand piano. piano. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was like a pipe organ. A pipe so. organ? <laughs> Do you not know what a pipe organ I is? I know what it is. I also know it's very difficult to play. Yeah, and that's the one with the thing with the pedals and your the foot. pedals and so you know, like yeah. you're basically pumping like some yep. weird. Yo, he, he had that one luck that he was the the organist. Up the, until he passed, he was up there still. He like was, the church wasn't wasn't the same after. Of course, because you know when when the greats go, sometimes yeah. sometimes nobody does come up behind them. Yeah, exactly. Who wants to touch the pipe organ? <laughs> Just give me a normal yeah. Korg. What happened to the Korg? Even a Casio. Let me just plug it up to a little PA. A what? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> hey, listen. You know how much, you know how much like, musicians in St. Kitts started on a Casio? That's very true. But I don't know where he started, but to me, he started on the Methodist organ. He probably did, because by the time, <laughs> when he was younger, they didn't have no Casio. Maybe not. It's true. <laughs> not not over here. True. Yo, you know how expensive them things like stuff used to be so expensive. Like the things that we yep. take for granted over like we could you could buy a Casio for like a hundred US, right? And and like that man would be like thousands and thousands of dollars for a keyboard. Yep. And we had Back no power, day. you know, like <laughs> it was like crazy. Back stuff. In the day. So you yep. so he so he created so he you say he recorded the music and you guys that's the he recorded it or I he just played it? I no, he didn't play it because he was the one sitting in front of us, coaching us along, oh, wow. singing along to make sure we got it down. Yeah. But I was singing this song with my eyes shut because at that point they had done over practice me and I was already over practice. <laughs> well, they did <laughs> over practice. Yes, they did, and it was a whole amazing thing. These two little children singing this song so good on key. I think that was just more amazing the fact that you know. We were cute and singing. Yeah, you little cute mm. self. You know? Yes. Look at Vinyl and her brother. So you guys <laughs> exactly. were happy. You guys are harmonizing at that time or, or not yet? I mean, I remember. Mm. That, that's a foggy detail. I don't remember that. <laughs> you know, it's, it's interesting, right? Because I grew up, I probably grew up a little similar to you in terms of church. Like, I went to mm-hmm. church. I, I still go to church um, for my whole life, right? And mm-hmm. one of the things that I think that you learn, if you have the talent to sing, because some people don't, right. is you learn to harmonize early. If you're exposed to it. If you're exposed to it, yeah. But I mean, right. I, I come from a Pentecostal, I, I come from a Pentecostal church. So like, my mom was like the choir leader, the youth mm-hmm. junior choir thing and whatever. So like, <laughs> like, like, and I said whatever, like and like as if to. You make it so like she had all the titles. You lead a choir director, worship team. listen, <laughs> my my mother, my mother was MVP. My mother mm. was MVP. My mother could sing. She could preach. She could teach. She was one. Of, she was the um the Sunday school superintendent. She used to conduct. Yeah, she used to conduct so vacation Bible school design all the games. My mother was a poet. MVP she was a indeed. she was a guitarist. What? Like my mother is guitarist. like a guitarist. Like 
Like the hardest instrument to play. Hardest. My mother was like strumming up. I, I don't know. She was beautiful. Still is. She was a mother. She was a. a she's a nurse manager. My mother is like she's wow. MVP. So like even even across the board in church, like my mother is an MVP. Like if somebody gets sick in church, my mother. If you need somebody uh-huh. to sing, my mother. If you want uh-huh. somebody to take care of the children, them, my mother. If you want uh-huh. somebody to even preach, my mother's preach. Wow. If you need a poem done, my mother. Wow. MVP. That's amazing. The only thing she never used to do is cook mass. She don't. She don't like to cook in mass. <laughs> I mean, she she cooks amazingly, but she doesn't like cooking in mass. She don't like that. Right. that that's not she thing. She does do it twice a year for us, and Christmas, and like one other time maybe on a birthday or something. But that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. She, no, not not <laughs> we birthday. She does she does cooking mass when we go to Sunday school outing, which is okay. like labor day. So she okay. would cooking mass then. She hasn't done it for two years because, of course, you know what's going on right now. But yeah. cooking mass and she and everybody comes around. I mean, father oh. just get vexed. He's like give him all the food. <laughs> I cook the shit shot. You, you understand? It's like I can't get. I can't even get a full spoonful of rice <laughs> <laughs> because because of this. So yeah, it's, 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 you kind of learn to harmonize. So like, so you. What made you decide? Because I mean, I'm, I'm guessing you 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 weaved and weaved and you kept singing because you had to keep singing. Otherwise, you know. Right. So I maintained the singing reputation until my adulthood, and then I went go listen to everybody else <laughs> and get a real job. Get, so that's when I hate them. Don't you hate the, them? Uh, back to the beginning <sighs> of the story, you know, where once I left sixth form, I went to work. As a teacher, that failed. Well, I didn't like that. Went to the pharmacy for three years. Said, oh, this was easy, you know. Meh. This could be like the real job. And then I could. And if this was always my thought, I could sing later. No. Always had that as a background. And then after I did the four years at um, mm-hmm. UTech pharmacy school, failed those four years did dreadfully. Did the one year. I literally went from zero to hundred. Did the one year at Edna Manley College of Visual and Performing Arts. Came out with a certification, went back into teaching to teach music. So I don't teach nothing else but music. And that's the only reason why I'm teaching. Because you get to at least teach something that you love doing. Yep. Don't you hate this culture? It's like, go get a real job. (sighs) And what I learned from the whole, from all of this is that, like, our education system doesn't cater to creative students. Because I left high school Mm -hmm. feeling as if I was stupid. Because mm. I wasn't passing as many subjects as everybody else. And, you know, I didn't do as well as others. Mine, I did well enough because I passed all the subjects that I was assigned to do, right? Mm. That I paid to do. But it's not like I come out with 61 and 25 tools, you know? That exactly, I never, yeah. that wasn't me. But that doesn't mean that I was a bad student. It just means I'm not as academically inclined as the others. It's true. And that's okay. But I left high school feeling dumb because there was no provision for creative-minded students. No. Now, these students have it a lot better where music is in the school, visual arts is in the school, electricity, um, woodwork, building technology. I mean, there are avenues now for the vocational and the creative students. True. But for for us... because you and me was in the same timeline. We are. We, we didn't. We had to fake it. Not a thing. 
the thing is, I remember he had a, he had a year when I was in high school, and they told us that we can't choose both art and pan. Uh, you see, it's still completely different. Think it had pan as an option. Oh, you did. You didn't have pan. No, we didn't have art. We didn't have theater. The closest thing to music was choir, and that was in club sessions. Yeah, that was in club. Maybe yeah. later on, they had like steel pan and drumming, and so that came on long after. This was like when I must have done in third, third, fourth farm, and so. That's when those things were introduced and they had dance and so in clubs, but they didn't have it as a subject in school. I understand. It's so funny. we never had those avenues. And then it's like, oh, people only sing as a hobby. Singing is only a hobby. You're not supposed to sing to get no money. And I kept telling my father, even as a child, I kept telling him, I want to get a degree in music. And then he blatantly asked me, and then where you go to work? What kind of job you gonna get? Because he he started name out kind of people who got degrees in music, who then went to open bakery, who got a shoe store. What are you gonna do with the music degree? Because here in Nevis, you can't do nothing with a music degree. And that was the conversation I had with my father in high school. Why? And this the thing is that's a regular conversation, I'm telling you. And that's a regular conversation. But you see, he was looking at how Nevis was then. When I was in high school, I was like plus 20 plus years ago. 20 plus years ago, there wasn't any avenues and people weren't creating any. Up to when I started. Nobody was really doing what I was doing until I started it. It's true. Ta- tell truth. Talk truth. Who it's true. Know? It's true. No, there's, no, there's nobody that I know who is... Well, well, there are other people that I know who do it now. But no. you're actually the first person who was like actually commercializing um, yeah. being a singer. Yeah. 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 Because, I mean, and most of the time, it's, it's like a mm. band. Because we, we always knew the band. It's a band. Yeah. It's a band. This time is a band. Exactly. And even, this, even the solo artists that we had... Um, were, were instrumentalists. They usually are, or they don't usually go for, like, more, you know, I could put it by. They're not trained to... It's not that they're not trained to get gigs. They're just trained to do it kind of as a side thing. Like they're going to fill the musical gap. That's what yeah, they were doing. They'll just so whenever they needed a musician, one was present. One was present. Or like they would sing. They would sing just to get you know kind of get popular. And uh, I mean, they would want to make a, a, a degree out of it, or they would want to make a career out of it. But they wouldn't. No, make, they, they wouldn't would sing and then go back go work at Hasford. And go back go work at Hasford. Correct. Yeah. Which again, I'm so not. It wasn't and, their livelihood, and I'm not even blaming them so much for doing that because, again, it's like it just seems like the opportunity just was never. Wasn't but that's really the problem, there. Stephen. You had to make your own opportunities, and true, that's something true. that people don't understand here. Yes, think it's Nevis does not have a lot of things, but how many of us are trying to create it? Are we just waiting for somebody to give us a fish, or are we trying to learn how to fish ourselves? I mean, you could do both. You could give us a fish and. Let's feed the day. And then, yeah, but at the end then, of the day, and then at the end of the day, who really a hand out fish? But I, the thing is, and that's the, I, I agree. I agree with you. Like, again, it, it's just this whole system, the whole system beats the creativity out of the people. The whole system does. And it, it starts from when you're small. I mean, you would sing and people would give you praise. It's like, oh my God, you sound so good. Even if you don't sound good. Um, and they put In you, church especially. But church, church, is, church is both amazing and sometimes a little misleading. <laughs> in, in, the same, in the same breath. I think support, they just give you, you know, just undeniable support. Like it, it's, un, it's, it, it's non... How could I put this? 
it's 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 unconditional. Like it's like if you dance bad, they're gonna tell you, "How do I dance? Touch me, boy! I feel the Lord in you. I feel the Spirit in your dance." Because it's more in church is more than just the physical act. It's the it's the sacrifice of the talent yeah. to to God, and they give you appreciation right. for that. But what I guess what something what but I'm that saying doesn't is, mean it has to be good. But that doesn't mean that it's good. You know what right. I mean? So like like you might get a false sense of of of, of worth. From saying, right. hey, look, I just sing in church all dancer. the time. And then when, uh, I'm a dancer. Or I, I play a, a, a musical instrument. And you're like, well, the musicians, them, they usually turn out to be pretty, pretty good. I guess the practice is... They practice. Yeah, they practice. <laughs> but I mean, you're, practice. you're going up there and you sound like Mabel the Cow. Like, if, you, if you're going <laughs> to... Lies. I, I mean, I know of many Sister Marys who go up and sing every single church Sunday. And everybody mm. knows they sound bad. But everybody mm. claps and stands up and, and, you know, and give God the glory anyhow because I guess Sister Mary is consistent and she... It's more about pre- the worship, worship than it is about the, the talent, voice. The talent. And that's okay. And that's fine. That well, it, it could be fine. It could be fine to a degree because, again, you you know, Dunning-Kruger, like that, that effect where you think that you're better than how you are, but then as you get better, you start to feel like you're not as good as you should be. That, that's like the scale, you know, like when you, when you, okay, when you suck at something, mm-hmm. sometimes you suck so bad at it that you don't know that you suck. Right. Right. Especially if you're not told that it's bad. Especially, and even when people tell you might be so confident that even when people tell you that, yeah, or they say really working out, you'll be like, you just saying all you're talking about, you know? No, because you're so confident because you get so much of boost up already. That's what I'm saying. Like it, 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 that whole unconditional praise is 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 good if you're doing it for the Lord, but it could be a little misleading if somebody is thinking that they're better than who they are, and then they go into an environment where people are like, "I, you don't have any value to offer me. You cannot do this thing that you think you could do." And the problem, <laughs> the problem is, is that again, Donnie Kruger says, as you get better at something, you start realizing that, hey, look, or you start feeling like anybody could do it because you've done it. Right. right, and that you're not that special. That's right. you, 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 there's a point where you hit when you're like, you know, this is this is. I mean, you could do this. No, no, they can't. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, again, I'm not saying that you should feel like you should look down and say, oh, they can't. But the truth is, everybody has the talent. It's, it's not yours. Everybody has an ability, right? And it's not yours. Like God give everybody something. Like you have something. You might not be using it, and some of us don't use it. But you have something, and it's not what right. I have. It might not right. be what I have, or you might have more of what I have than I have. <laughs> right, right, because I could dance, but I'm not a dancer. I could dance I could too. Time. Me too. <laughs> I, could I could move time. my waist. But I, to say I going to be a solo dancer, dancing for events, oh no. To, to, it, it will not look good. It will not look good. And then you, it took for you to call me a choreographer. Would be a mess. Oh, no. It would be it would be oh, like wow. spitting in the faces of oh, all my. those wonderful choreographers we have in St. Kitts and Nevis. I don't I can't hold a candle to any of them. So, <laughs> so what am I doing? And you know, you know, I'm gonna say this and it's probably terrible. Like after a while, I started to like kind of chuckle on the inside for church dances. Yeah. I'm sorry. Again. 
may not if I'm alone, maybe I am, right? But I chuckle and I, again, like I would imitate him sometimes in my off season, right? <laughs> Just like to me, sometimes depending on the level of skill, is more about the song than the movement. It is, and because the movements are the same, I've been seeing the same razor hand <laughs> up to and then open it and twirl since <laughs> I was tall. <laughs> Yeah, and like you because, know, because because the people that are have not advanced themselves, have not tried to learn anything. They're just doing the same movements over and over. And if and this is where the differentiation comes with somebody who actually studied, researched, did what they did, paid for an education in dance of singing or being an instrumentalist. There is a difference in the quality that you would see coming out. So if you see somebody dancing quality is because maybe they didn't do any research, maybe they didn't get any practice, maybe they never took a class. You know? And our society has become so conditioned to accepting mediocrity in terms of the creative that they don't appreciate the professional. It's true. And the thing is I think the 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 the, the um the key word here is is exposure to new and developing things. I think you like if you are into dance, I think you have to have you have to be exposed to new forms of dance. You have to be exposed to what's happening in the dance global community. Because every day every, every single as, day as as much as you could possibly do it because every single day or every every week whatever something in regular intervals there is something happening in the community. So you look have, how fast they change phones. Exactly, look how fast they change phones. Even in my community, the, the, the speed at which the technology will come out, right. no, none of us could really, you know, keep up with it, really. Like, I was just telling somebody today, if you buy an iPhone 4 right now, first of all, you might not even find an iPhone 4 right now. But if you could possibly find one, it might not turn on. Yeah, an yeah, iPhone that's true. 4. Mm-hmm. An iPhone 4 was hacked, what, 10 years ago? It was. It was the new stuff. Okay. It was the biscuit. Okay. 10 years ago. Let's just say. I don't know the facts for real. But 10 years ago, the iPhone was not where it is. No. They literally change phones, what, every year, every six every months? Year. Every year. Every six every months. Year. I think it's, they used to do every six months. They used to have the iPhone S. I'm not sure if they still have that. Just showing you, like, things are advancing every day. But at the same time, in the creative field, we accept whatever we get. That's true. But the and thing they is... don't appreciate, like, I can't even stress this enough, they don't appreciate the professional who mm. took the time to learn how to sing, who went to the school and paid for the education to better the craft. They don't appreciate it. And then, now I approach you as the professional singer, here is what I do, and I do it well. Well, you can't sing no better than everybody else in Nevis, so no, I ain't going to pay you for this. Because I want it to be terrible so I can laugh. What? Mm-hmm. You think that? They prefer... You they think prefer, that? They, what? They prefer a comical presentation vocally on stage as opposed to something professionally refined and done. Like, somebody wow. even told me, I'm too serious. You're too serious... It's, it's not that serious. About your craft? 
<laughs> because our society has been conditioned to accept mediocrity. I can't say this enough because it's true and it shows. It shows if you want to know anything about a society, look at the children. As a teacher, before I was moved to the high school, I was in the primary school, working under the music department, I was moving around. Mm-hmm. I told all the students, music is a subject on your timetable. Get a notebook. A child came back and told me to my face, my mommy said music is not important, so I am not going to get no notebook for your book. For music. music is not important? That is the mentality that we've been working with. Mediocrity in the creative arts. Mediocrity in church with the singing, the playing of the instruments, because that is what our society is accustomed to. And now that we are having professionals going to school, coming back with degrees in creative arts, music, dance, nobody wants to hire them. Because why? Why should I pay a professional pianist? to go into school to play piano and I know people who go play piano and never want as much money as you. Yeah. They ain't, Why? They ain't even, and they're going to treat it as a side, a side thing. There I, you go. Creative arts in our society is treated as a hobby, not as a profession. And you, to me, it's the most offensive thing because you can't tell a plumber, please come unplug my toilet for fun. True, 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 true. Yeah, you're right. You know, going to the supermarket and check up the groceries and say, oh, I'm just taking them for fun as a hobby. Yeah, you're right. So people who choose to do this should be respected. And also, we are needed in this society. Because if we didn't have creative people, we wouldn't have t-shirts to buy. True. But it goes, it goes so much further than that because I think every single... Um, movement in saying it benefits from some form of creative art. Okay, wait, let me help you out. Hold on, pause. You need to start saying saying it's a Nevis, not saying it's a I didn't say saying it's a Nevis. The Federation of Saying It's a Nevis. There you go. Somebody told me that even that's wrong, eh? That it's not supposed to be saying it's a Nevis, it's saying it's Nevis. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's not, there's yeah. no end in it. So, yeah. So, the Federation of Saint Nevis, every every uh-huh. single movement benefits from the creative arts in some way or form. Yeah, exactly. If it's a poster, even if it's just promoting it, if it's a poster, if it's a song that they're using, even if it's not a local song, you're still benefiting from creative arts. Look, look at... Look at the situation report that come on every Wednesday. If somebody creative wasn't there, you think we would have been seeing any pie chart? N- none at all. None at all. And and this person has to work every single day. Okay. Okay, but nobody wants to pay. Nobody wants to put the money where the creative art is. And you rightly said, every time every time you go to a dance, there is music. Correct. Somebody has to write and record the music. Correct. Okay. Every time you go out, people want to wear all kind of fancy clothes. Somebody has to design them for design. the clothes. Yes, designing is the biggest part of the clothes, the manufacturing process. Even if it was in a factory, somebody had to dry it up and somebody had to Correct. get paid Correct. for drying it up. Correct. And that person is a designer. They are a, they are a designer. They Literally, that's what they do, draw. I come up with creative concepts and you produce them. And that's a whole other side of the ballgame. I'm not saying that's not important. I'm saying without a vision. Okay, it's like, it's like saying this. <clears throat> it's very, very difficult to build a house without a plan. It's, in, it's difficult. Is it impossible? No, it's not impossible. But it's difficult. It's especially difficult if you're trying to do something new. You need an architect. Yeah. You need somebody who is going to not somebody just... Somebody who knows. Somebody who knows what they're doing, yes, who understands the technicality of it. But you also need somebody who has an artistic vision, artistic mind mm-hmm. to create something and new. 
and somebody could save you from putting up into the wrong places because if you build a house and they're putting a pipe underneath it, you never got no water run through the house. And, and like, that is even deeper than that. I mean, there's a, there's all the technical issues. If you build a house on land that can't support the house, then the house is okay. doomed to sink. So, like, oh, there, there's a bunch of other, there's one thing. But, again, in terms of the artistic part of it, you need designers. You need people who are going to creatively look at things. And, I, and you know, people as always say, like, oh, you know, I am not creative and this is not creative and so on. Like, you, like I've, I've, I've found a way to, to kind of define what creativity is. Like, in, ter- mm-hmm. in terms, for a layman, what creativity is is solving an issue. Like, I am going to look at this thing and solve it. I'm going to do it in a different way. I'm going to take all of my influences and I'm going to try to find a way to solve this problem in a way that is different or unique or interesting. That is the case because you come to me with an issue. Your issue is you want to take some, you want to take some photographs, all right? And you, in your mind, you want them to look good. What is in your mind right now about this? How do you think these photographs are supposed to look? That right, is that the plan. That characterize them looking good. Right? Exactly. Not just good, but what were you thinking? Did you want them on a beach? Did you want them to be jumping out of a plane? Do you want them on a mountain top? Do you want them in front of a tree? Like, what, were, what was your thought? And sometimes people will be like, you know, I was thinking about going to a garden. Okay. Now I'm going to find a way to make all of these coalesce. I'm going to find a way to get us in a garden. I'm going to find a way to get the pictures taken in a way that emphasizes uh-huh. the garden environment. All I'm doing is solving problems one at a time. How do I get right. the lighting to look good? How do I get you to look good? Do you need uh-huh. to wear certain clothes? Somebody uh-huh. else is going to have to design those clothes. Okay, this person right. designed these clothes. Oh, you bought them online, which somebody still had to design them Yeah. for you to buy it, right? And all I'm doing in my head is like, I'm just solving one at the problem. How is this person going to look? And you see, you're speaking as a professional. Exactly. You're speaking as somebody who did their research, who knows what what to expect, who knows what to do. Because if you take the pictures and they don't like what they have on, they're going to see that after the picture is taken. Correct. Not before. But then that's the thing. And and as you're saying, just like you as a singer, you would have to know before. Like somebody, if I come to you and I say, hey, hey, um, Vinyl, I need you to do an hour. I need you to perform for an hour at the show for me. Then I don't need all the details. First thing, what is the event? What is the theme behind? Is there a theme? What is the location? What is the time of day? What kind of songs do you want? What type? Because the music will denote what kind of event you're having. People feel, like, people feel like I must just show up and sing. Just show up and open my mouth. But then if I show up to a church event and I start to sing, Saving all my love for you. You got to put Jesus in that. You got, you know, no, you no. just... You just put Jesus in there. No, no, no. Say, saving all no. my love for Jesus. No, yeah, no, because Jesus. that's disrespecting the person who wrote the song. True, true, <laughs> true, true. You're right, you're so right. No, that's not an option. You could evolve. We as the professionals, <laughs> we, have, we have a mandate to respect the other professionals if we're using their work. Correct, correct. You are, you're right. And I was just joking. I'm just saying, you're right. You, there's a bunch of variables that we need to to, 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 to fine-tune. Like, what is it that we're going to do here? What is the expectation? Right. And the thing is, people, again, because you're not in the field, sometimes you don't have a clear appreciation for the value that this person is offering. To yeah. I, And I would think, and I'm, I guess, correct me, please, because I, I like to be on the right side of history sometimes. <laughs> I would think that rehearsal for a one-hour show is going to take weeks. That's what I think. I don't it know. Depends. Especially it depends. if the person it's is asking for you. Yeah, we're working if with a band, of course. 
If you're working with a band, then definitely. If you're working with a band ever for anything, even if it's a three-minute song, rehearsal might take a week for one song, for one three-minute song. Correct. You can't make the assumption that you cannot make the assumption that oh, they know it, they're gonna figure it out. Not necessarily. That's not how it works. Unless, unless, unless it is an experienced band, they've been playing together for years. They know how. They, pra- they probably practiced this song already. Correct. That's why they could be in a position to just wing it. But that band costs money. But that type of band would cost more than somebody who just starting out. Correct. And might take a little longer. Correct. Because so, you have to pay for the years. Correct. You're paying for time. You're paying for the time. You're paying for time. Have to do it already. But you're not paying for hour. And that's the that's the thing that people don't really get when they see your price and they say, "But this is just a, it's just an hour." No, it's not. It's not just an hour. It is just an hour. It's just an hour that you'll be seeing me. But there were a lot of years. There was a lot of practice. There was a lot of blood, sweat, and cussing that went on before I could produce this. Correct. Hour. It is an hour. Correct. Yes, you're right. Correct. But it is an hour that I am prepared to give you. Which is not an hour. Imagine if I, if I, if Vinel, you've been singing from since you were two years old. I'm not going to guess yes. your age. I'm just going to say you've been singing for more. I'm 30. I am 30. I will not hide it. Proud to proud 30. Okay. Well, I'm I've been singing for 28 years, professionally for three. <laughs> you've been singing for 28 years, which means yes. that even if I only hear you for 30 seconds, I am actually listening to. 28, 28 years, years of experience using yep. your voice as an instrument yes for my listening pleasure right and I you're hearing all the training I already paid for I you're can't expect all of I cannot <laughs> expect that that is going to come for $10 there's no way even if even if I even if I had if I had um, because I think we have a factory worker mentality, and I'm, I'm going to say exactly what I feel is a factory worker mentality. A factory uh-huh. worker mentality is I'm going to bring some unskilled people, and I'm going to give them a job that is simple. All they have to do is pull a lever for five hours, eight hours, eight hours a day. So all you have to do, pull this lever, press this button. That's it. Pull the lever, press the okay. button. Pull the lever, press the button. As much as that is time-consuming and as much as those, those people should be paid well because you're taking up all the day and you're making them miserable, um, that job could, is easily replaced. Like, I yeah. could, if, you, if, you, if you quit... You don't need no training for that. You, you don't need a lot of training. So you don't if, need any training for that. What? Two well, minutes? Well, well, the thing is sometimes even... Again, we might be, I, might be, I might be really underselling what it is they do, but I'm going to say... <laughs> I'm going to say, if it is just pulling a lever and pressing a button, you really don't need any training. Pull this lever. When you see the light turn red, press the button. Do repeat, Rinse, repeat, and do this for the next eight hours for the rest of your life. Right? Right? That's it. If you choose to quit, I'm going to just rehire somebody else. And I'm going to pay them the same minimum wage. I'm going to pay them the same, what is it, like $9, $10, $12, all less. or less, or whatever, to do the same thing. You're not an irreplaceable worker if that's all you do. Right? But I'm not hiring any repli- I'm, I'm not hiring somebody that's necessarily replaceable. I'm right. hiring somebody who has 28 years of experience in doing something that I, that any and anybody cannot do. There you go. You see what I mean? But again, the, the value that's attributed to that is, and, and again, it has a lot to do again with the culture because the culture is wash your foot and come, which is the same media yep. that you're talking about. 
Yeah. You are somebody who is going to just jump on stage, start to sing, and you know you could hear the. the, in, the I've li I've listened to this thousands and thousands of times. Somebody go up to sing, then in practice with the church the church band, mm -hmm. and the church band is going to just dun 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 dun. You mean like the video that was circulating the other day? He, he, like the video that was embarrassing, but usually it's done a lot better than that. Um, usually they just start singing, and if even if they start in the wrong key, you see the pianist they're feeling out which key they're in. And then he started and to just play. And at night, even in that video, right? The video, the embarrassing video that was circulating. Yeah, two of them, actually. I don't know if anybody... No, I'm talking about the one at the funeral. I'm, I, I'm not sure I which tried. one was the funeral. Um, what was the song, Jesus? Something, song? something, songs of yeah. Jesus. Okay, okay, no, no, no. Sing the wondrous love oh, of Jesus. Jesus. Right. Uh -huh. Right. The, if you paid attention to that video... The level of combat that that keyboardist came in with. <laughs> Nobody paid attention to the keyboardist, but the keyboardist came in hard. He did, he did, he did, he did. Real hard and, and well. But he found that key. He was ready to roll. That's talent. That's that is ability. That is something that was rehearsed. This keyboardist couldn't have just do that if he if he was playing the keyboard for the first time. Uh, even if he was playing the keyboard for six months. Like that, okay. that, that's what I'm saying. It takes so much years, and even it the even time. the and again, you know, you know, you know how we continue. And again, I'm sorry to hit the church. I, I really do respect. No, we're trying to bash them a lot. I'm gonna bash them one more time now. The reason <laughs> why, uh, just the last time, the reason why the church has a lot to do with why we don't appreciate good musicians. When musicians play in the church, most of the times, 99% of the times, they do not get paid to play. Uh -uh. They play for free for years. Uh -huh. So imagine I'm going to church and I'm watching this, these guys play the hat. Like some musicians that come to church are amazing. Uh -huh. like, like, my God, level of talent. Jesus, uh -huh. if you were only in a different place, you would actually be able to make money from talent, this. Talent, ability, experience, work, experience. Like, like just amazing, right? And we don't invest in and buying their own the instruments. Own instruments and so bring it in the church. Piano in the church. Correct. There is no piano in the church. Otherwise. Correct. Correct. And they come and they play and they play and we just we take it for granted. You know. Yeah, man, he'll play real good. Yeah, man, he'll play real good. We don't pay them. So again, that actually works to devalue their talent and their skill. Because if you're not, if you don't ever have, if you never had to pay, then it's just like it's free. You just. I mean, why, why should I have to pay you in the commercial sense when I don't even really pay you in any other sense? Well, like, 50 years ago, remember how the in the Caribbean would have kind of begun? People were gathering in communities after, you know, they were taught about Jesus and stuff. People were just gathering around a stone in the community and somebody had a guitar because that person invested in themselves to get a guitar and he came along with the guitar to play. Correct. To just play along. Correct. Things have changed drastically since then, though. And the church is no longer. We are no longer. Money. We are no longer in the community around the stone. We are in a church that has bills. We're and in a run, building. It's run like a business. It, it, and nobody ever, that's the truth. Nobody ever wants to say it because it sounds sacrilegious. It's not sacrilegious, it's the truth. The church is run like a business. If the church wasn't run like a business, you know what would happen? The church would shut down. You, you, you know right. I mean? Like there would be nowhere 
for this church to continue to exist if there wasn't some balance sheet, if there wasn't somebody behind the door saying, look, listen, we have bills. We need the lights. We need to make and sure. And the property tax. We need to pay the whatever taxes. And the water bill. And we need to bring in the equipment. We need to bring in the equipment to make sure that this church runs properly. Every church has a, nearly every church that you see has a PA system. That's not free. It's not. I, I literally had to buy speakers for my church the other day. And we spent like over $2,000 on two speakers. Correct. Two. Correct. And that is, that is it. That is it. Mm-hmm. No, again, you could the church a lot of the times will lean on the graciousness and the blessings of the members, but beyond yes. that, they do collect. They do collect um, a, 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 a tithe offering and all of that, which means there is income. The church has an income. There is one, right? Yes. And then they're gonna have fundraising activities. And exactly, best. exactly. So the church is run as a business, but yet the church does not pay the people who service the business. Like what uh, is even if, they even if they aren't paying them, I feel like the money should be used to help the community because to me that's the point of a church. But to that's help not the, aid but that the spiritually have, the community. Count it count on your hand. Like I, I like when I mean going through this pandemic is just eye opening to me. Like just right? just it, it just the constructs that we believe in and the way that they don't help is extraordinary to me extraordinary. No, I'm not saying by any means that no church put a hand in the pocket. I'm saying I didn't see it. I, d- I don't know. I don't know of what. I have not seen any push from the, the religious community to help those who are downtrodden from COVID. A real thing that's happening right now. I've seen no movement. Again, I saw them pray. They, they Christi- because there's a Christian council, I think. Something. Yeah, there's a Christian council. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I saw them involved in a few of the task force sessions where there was prayer offered. To me, in my opinion, that the majority of what I've seen for the COVID response from the churches, I mean, they operated according to the new laws, putting on a mask, putting on the signs, the seating situation. Correct. Okay. But, but I don't, to be honest, I really haven't seen, as you said, at Something as big as people lost their jobs in 2020. How have they ate? How have they eaten anything? Correct, because Jesus fed the masses. <laughs> like, I, like I don't know how we feel about this, but Jesus fed them. They, he mm-hmm. fed them because, the, like, how are you going to preach to somebody who is starving? Who's hungry and and then you're going to lay hands on them? No. Take up the bread, give them something to eat, and then preach to right. them. Like just, but then you see, and you don't even have to preach to them after. <laughs> Let the bread do the work. <laughs> Sometimes the bread Let and the, the fish. Bread do the work. Sometimes the bread and the fish is all you need to bring them to Christ. Mm-hmm. Really, like, like, mm-hmm. you, 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 like you, you are the blessing. You are, the, you are the prayer that they've been praying for. Mm, you the answer. The answer to the prayer that they've been praying to God for all the time came with bread and fish. And the thing is, again, 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 I'm not, I'm not saying that the church has done nothing. They probably have. But it's very, very alerting to me. It's, it's like a red, it's red flaggy to me. That, <laughs> that the people, that one of the, especially one of the persons who I think made a very large push, right, has nothing to do with the Christian community whatsoever. Bye. Don't collect no offering. Mm-hmm. Never collect no tithes. Mm. And it's the one person, like, again, 
Again, I'm not saying other people didn't do things. There's a lot of people who do things that don't like the publicity. God be with them. Bless them, please. Right? Mm-hmm. That's great. But I'm saying, I thought that what I would have seen was all the churches coming together and saying, look, we're going to have a drive. Come, a little bit more of a response. Come and donate food stuff we're going to be giving to the needy and the downtrodden. If you ain't have no food, come to the church and we're going to feed you. That's what I thought. That's what I thought would happen. This is what would be necessary. I think, like, how else are you going to, how, how better chance do you have to reach people with the word of God and tell them, look, listen, if you, if you want to get your care package, come to the church. Mm-hmm. We have care packages here. And care packages, care packages don't always have to be food. They don't. There are women who need sanitary Napkins stuff. Napkins and there, stuff. There, there, there are two children who need pencil and books. And book. Like, somebody might need a pair of shoes to go walk. Like, there's... It's so much then, things... There are so many things. There are so many things that you can give. Like, even as a professional vocalist, I could just go and sing for somebody and they could feel better. All of these things. The, and the, there's yeah. the intangible. And of course, I'm not delaying that the intangible. I'm not saying prayer doesn't work because prayer does work. Prayer does work. And I do believe in prayer. I, I do think prayer is necessary. But I, do, I also think there's a time to pray and there's a time to go out and work. The Bible says faith without work is dead. Correct. So you're going to go on, but hey, I always, every time people say faith without works is dead, I always remember this story, my father used to tell me all the time. This woman mm-hmm. carried on, she, she, she just turned Christian and mm-hmm. she decided she going she to she 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 use she faith to wash she clothes. So she put all the clothes <laughs> them in a, bat, in a bushel, carried it down by the, 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 river. the river, left it. For the day. And tell God must wash Tell God, clothes. I believe you're going to wash these clothes for me. Come back make the bushel this year when she left it. Thank God, she, some, thank God nobody teeth she closed because <laughs> then she, right? she might have feel like God, bad God, smite her instead God of her. Right? But she come back, make the bushel the same way. She's like, she wondering, mm-hmm. like, why is it that, why is it that my clothes ain't washed? God, I believe that you would have washed my clothes. Woman, you gotta wash the clothes yourself. What do you think I gave you food in your belly for? God already gave her the equipment to wash the clothes. You got the, you got the ability, the time, the effort. The again. river, you got clothes. The river was running. She had two hands to carry the thing down there. Yeah, so if she not had no soap, if, well, if she not had no soap, somebody could have bring her some. It would have worked out. I give you what you needed. Yep. You asking me to do? Me and your butler? <laughs> when Jesus come and turn butler. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. But still, um, in terms of so how I think the question I had from the start is how have the children like you know gravitated toward the music um, in terms of you teaching the music and having it as a part of the curriculum. It's still challenging because again, our society does not encourage it. So it, it's like beating my head against a stone sometimes. Sometimes, but there's always. A diamond in the rock. In the rough. In the rough. I was trying to remember it. I was trying to remember it. I got you. 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 Yes, for there's you. always at least one or two creative-minded students in the class who like it, who gravitate towards it, who want it. So, for now, it's working. It's slow, but they come in. But then you have, do you have a lot of kids that, that sign up for in music? My biggest class right now, and I'm actually having this issue at the school that I'm teaching at, they have a choice between doing EDPM mm. or fine arts. Fine arts in my school is made up of visual arts and music. And it's mandatory for all first formers to participate in fine 
ads and EDPM so that when first and second form, so when they get to third form, they can make an informed choice of About what they would want one? to do for CXC. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the students are choosing EDPM. Why? Because they get to sit down in the computer lab and the computer lab have AC. Oh, that's why. That's why right now, last year it was an story. Oh, they're not interested in that music too hard. There's too much theory in it. They don't want to do. They thought that they would have just come to play a piano and have fun and laugh. But they didn't realize that we're actually teaching you structure. Wow. Yeah. So a lot of them didn't choose. Like I had a student who came. Um, I had three students in the beginning. And mm-hmm. by the end of the term, I had two. Cause she just up and dropped the subject and didn't say anything. She just left. They could do that in school. Like I, I, I can't remember well, being able to. I'm not sure. I'm not, not trying to question too much things. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Less stress. <laughs> wow. Look, yeah. Look, look, they've totally removed the power from the teachers. I, I couldn't drop no class. I can't remember ever being able to like say, but I ain't going, but you're crazy in school. <laughs> like It is school, but I don't know. Different time, different But then, reason, but then you know. my question is, what does a student do when they drop a subject? Like, is that just a they, free period? They have to go. They have, no, they have to go to the next available class. So, like, for example, if they drop music, they have to go to EDPM. No, there's no choice. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's right. So she dropped music and went back and went to EDPM? Basically. Because I was like, I thought this is my college... You know, in college, you're like, you know, but me ain't going. Yeah, to me, this thing ain't a lot of choices now, but it's different times. Different times. Is it, is it, is it, is it good to give them? Because, I mean... I don't know. I don't know. I don't run the school. I just do what I'm told. And I cannot speak much about that. I don't know. And me, I, I, I actively stay in my lane. I don't try to... I just, yeah. You know, you know, one of my fears, Vanilla, I'll, I'll share it with you. One of my fears is that, um, especially in the educational system, is that we are not doing a very good job of kind of diversifying what we are doing as a community. And what I mean by that is there's only so much particular jobs in one field. For example... Why would we? Our society believes... And I say this without any fear. Our society believes that only certain jobs can pay you. But again, literally, but, but, but if, our society thrives on tourism. So the only jobs in Saint Kitts is if you be anything in the medical field, anything in law, anything in law enforcement, and anything in tourism. Anything outside of that does not exist here, and that is a reality. So when we had COVID-19 and it stopped the major industry of tourism, stopped it in the tracks, arrested, our society was failing because the majority of people were in the tourism and hospitality industry. And now the government now has to, in some way, shape, or form. That is where the major, even me, that is where the money was. But no more of that money is coming in. So what are we going to do? Because our society does not push diversity. Every person is needed. Every job is needed. Needed. And nobody, nobody, and I speak like this because I'm speaking out of pressure. Don't think that this is anger because I'm not angry. I, I just feel like, I know, but you're going to have people listening and I don't want anybody to feel like I cutted you off. <laughs> Guys, Vinny, let's talk hard like most of the time. <laughs> Especially 
genuine and passionate. People need to understand everybody has a role to play in our society. So don't try to fit into what you think you should be doing. Fit into what you are called to do, what you feel like you should be doing. Because you could be an electrician because you like that. I can't be an electrician. I got die. I will die. No, <laughs> like, we can we can tell you the, the protocols first. We'll show you how to do it and then you electricians you are needed. Drivers oh. are needed. Theater arts people are needed. Imagine imagine we went to these lockdowns that we didn't have any kind of entertainment. No kind of place to watch, no kind of movie, no kind of TV show. Imagine the whole lockdown with no form of creativity or entertainment. True. And the thing is, it, it was a, it, it surprises me how much of an opening that was. Imagine, imagine if you could have done streamed plays. You just check what I'm saying. You, know, you could have done stream plays during that time. You could have done concerts, locked in concerts where you don't have a, a, an audience per se, but you have people performing on the stage. And that's what I was doing. Correct. <laughs> because that's what that's that makes sense. Like you're providing an avenue for people to. Um, sort of experience local art, we are, the only thing we could have experienced really at that time was foreign art. And then, not just that, but I was also giving the people who are with me, my team, something to do. Correct. To keep them sharp. Right. And hopefully like, maybe... you're even, still needed. Yes, you're still, you're still important. And you need, to, you need to develop the skill. But the thing is, one thing that we don't even go into, and it, it doesn't have much to do with art... But, like, information technology, I think the most that we think about it as is, like, word processing. Like, type in a word document. Type a word document and do some, some spreadsheets, which, again, I'm not saying these skills are not important. Yes, they are. You should, you should, know, how to, you should know how to navigate a spreadsheet. You should know how to navigate a spreadsheet and you should know how to navigate a simple word processing document. But trust me, these right. kids, they could learn this thing in, like, 15 minutes. In most scenarios, in one YouTube video. really, <laughs> really and truly, I don't think, and again, I, I, I could be wrong. I can say this not as an absolute, but I don't really think you need a full year, two, three, four, five, six, seven years to learn word processing. Unless that is what you're doing professionally, because everybody, there's, there's a specific job that needs that. Because accountants need that, people who have Correct. to do... Like case studies and things about Correct, those kind yes. of things need that. Agreed. Okay, but if that is not your job and all you want to do is sell t-shirts, why would you choose to do EDPM over visual art? It, 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 it perplexes me. But beyond that, like, we don't really, like, okay, for example, Sinkis does not have an information technology um, hub. It, we, we, we don't have an industry that thrives in that, in that regard. Right. Yet all of these children are more technologically advanced than most adults over 35. Yes, they are. Right. Which means which means that we are ripe. Why, why, why isn't saying it's Pat Silicon Valley? Saying it's Nevis. Nevis. I keep saying saying it's and I know that Nevisions they get really pissed. Mm -hmm. Why in the Federation of saying it's Nevis? Don't we have a hub for information technology where we actually you know design why? You apps, know why? where we actually do things that the world could benefit from that we could sell? You know, you know why? Do you? You know why, Stephen? Because nobody has created it yet. Nobody, nobody has created it. Nobody has created it yet. Nobody has created it yet. Nobody thinks it's necessary for it to be here, and that's why I am where I am right now because I thought it necessary for people to have personalized thing in Telegram. 
something, a memory that they can have. The other day I had to do a singogram for somebody's birthday and she was just, you know, chilling, having a smoothie with her friends. I showed up to sing and she started to cry. Yeah, because that's it really It was the best me. moment of the day. Like, that's something she's going to remember forever. But people don't see that as necessary because nobody, yes, has doing seen it, it necessary to have an internet hub, something totally dependent on computer science, information technology, what they need. What you know what children don't even realize, too? Well, like, the video games that they play, somebody created it. They don't. I don't think they're the seat. But the, I was also going somebody to mention... Somebody created it. I was also going to mention that very thing. When you design a video game, right, especially given now with the, the internet boom and the fact that we're in really in the midst of one of the greatest communication ages, if not the greatest communication age of all time, right, mm -hmm. right? where you design something once and all you do is sell the copies. Like you don't have to do any physical. You don't have to do it again. You don't have to do it again. So we're going to sit down in this room, guys, all 40 of us. And we're going to come up with a, a video game, right? And then we're going to sell it on Steam or whatever the case is. When we sell uh -huh. that video game, we're selling the intellectual property of the video game, which means uh -huh. you are going to get the very same product that Adam across the street is going to get, right? Uh -huh. But it's going to cost us nothing extra to give no. Adam as well. It's not like we have to no. sell DVDs where we got to buy the DVD and burn it. No, 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 no. All we are doing is we're selling access to the download. So I'm going to download, I'm going to give you the download to this, and I'm going to make sure that you have to log on or whatever the case is so that you can uh -huh. use this product. But in terms of the scalability of it, it's infinite. The video uh -huh. game industry does make hundreds of billions. Millions of billions of, of dollars, dollars, right? The, 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 they have the, more than the music industry. They, they have more than the music industry and the sports yeah. industry combined okay. in terms of okay. revenue. Yet people think that basketball players make a lot of money. No, they don't. They don't make a lot of money in comparison to these guys who run in these video game companies. They don't make nothing close, not even, not even close. You and can't even... my point. You, Our visual, and I could speak, the teacher at my school, who's a visual arts teacher, can make video games. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, he could make, he makes animation. He could do them things. But, but no, nobody wants to study that because why? That's where the money is. That's where the money you know is. How much, you know how much Tasha Cobbs does charge to go sing? I don't. We're how much starting is... at 40,000 US dollars. Starting at 40,000 US. You know how much for Erica Campbell? 80,000 US. You know how much for Danny McCurkin? Over 100,000 US. Like, you know how much for Ty Truman who was here the other day? I don't Do I continue? Continue. Go ahead. This is interesting. <laughs> I'm just saying, there is money in these environments. Like, okay, I was talking to a youth group the other day who called me in to talk about my profession. Basically this. Mm -hmm. Talk about the profession, talk about, you know, how I got to where I am, blah, blah. And one of the questions was, you don't make money? I'm like, yeah, I charge $80 for a two-minute song. What are you talking about? <laughs> Hello? $80 for a two-minute song. I literally just got my band. So when my band goes up and is presenting at the standard that I needed to present, the price will match. You can't, you can't expect, you can't expect, as we said before, over and over, once you put in the work, you can't expect it to be free or cheap. No, I'm selling cheap. quality. Yes, you got, you got, you got, you got, you got price. I'm selling quality. This is not fried chicken in oil oil. <laughs> chicken in oil. 
apologize. No, it's not. It's not offensive. It's just funny. It's just I didn't expect that adage. Fried chicken. Look how much. Look. Look at the prices of KFC. You think they just change the oil every day? Nope. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But then it's I a full day. I can sure tell you that they don't change the oil for every fry. No, 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 no. It's, it's, there's, a, there's a full day. I think they don't throw the oil every day, but it's but it's the hundreds of things that they cook in this of oil. Of chicken, where they cook in the one oil. Okay. But yeah. then some the price would say, match the quality. Some people have said maybe the, the old oil will make it taste, taste good. You know how much Beyonce <laughs> charge? I saw a contract from Beyonce from 2001. Because clearly, you can't get nothing more recent than Beyonce. Contract from 2001. Mm-hmm. She was supposed to show up with, like, I couldn't read the whole contract because it was like 22 pages back. Right? Uh-huh. 2001. Okay. She was supposed to show up somewhere to perform for a minimum starting rate of $2 million. $2 million. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. A starting rate. And, and now then it's if, more. If she had to overnight, of course. It's much more. That was 2001. It's much, much more, actually. It's much, much if more. If she had to, if she had to overnight, automatically she is staying in the best hotel, in the best room for four people. That is in the contract. This is before you get you to show up. You sign off for this. Correct. And she pays nothing. And then if she has to travel, you have to give her the money to travel. Before. This is outside of the $2 million. People say that there's no money in entertainment. That's but the lie. problem is... They're not paying the money that's supposed to be in entertainment here because they don't appreciate what it takes for this to work. It's very they interesting. Don't. It's very interesting because Beyonce, the other day, she had a, a Netflix special, right? The other day? Yeah, a couple you years ago. You mean the Coachella thing? Yeah, I think it was Coachella. Mm-hmm. When she was doing the whole back behind the scenes and how she... Yeah, Coachella. She yeah. Um, I watched I watch most of it. I watched most of it. Um, not a huge Beyonce fan. But, and, and I'm saying, and I hope the behavior don't come after me. It, I'm not saying that she's bad. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm not a huge fan of Beyonce. Okay? I appreciate Beyonce's I, work I, ethic but more I, than anything else. But I'm going to say, and, and that's what I was about to say, it's just when I watched that special, I watched most of it, I had to give Jack the jacket. This mm-hmm. is an amazing like this is an amazing experience that she's offering. That's an amazing standard because yeah. if you tell me she rehearsed for that, that show Coachella was rehearsed for a year, four months on one and the singing, four months on the choreography, and another four months to put everything together. That is the whole. That was twelve months. That's a year. That is the year. And then you want fifty dollars for the ticket? <laughs> I practiced for a whole year and one thing for a whole year. Yeah, yeah, and again, yeah. goes back to my point. You don't understand what it takes to bring the standard of what it is. Correct, but you expect the standard for a cheap price. But the thing is, what I was what I was touching on the Netflix thing for is because of scalability, and that's one thing that I don't think we'd think about a lot. It's like, how do I create something that I can either resell or sell to a lot of people? Now, Beyonce did this show, and of course, she made her money because she's not going to do it without making a year's worth of preparation. Is not going to be free or cheap, or it's going to be in the millions and millions of dollars, right? But it's not going to be affordable. But beyond that, 
what she's going to offer as value is that everybody's going to sign on to that. And she gets the Netflix special, which is again a next set of millions yeah. upon millions upon millions of dollars. Yeah. Dave Chappelle does, um, and I, 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 this is the second time you know we're talking about Dave Chappelle. Um, Dave Chappelle um, did four comedy specials, four one-hour specials for Netflix. Okay. Dave Chappelle made 60, over $60 million for yeah. four specials. If somebody in St. Kitts was doing um, a, special. a special, like a, a comedy special, people would people in the hat would feel bad to pay $20 to go see a, spe- a comedy special. Why? You know, I realized that the other day, like we don't have any comedians here. Because we don't kill them. I, I've listened to two local comedians before and they were hilarious. I've never heard of a comedian here. They had one in the police force. Um, I cannot remember his name for the life of me, but I saw him perform twice. He did uh-huh. like a 10 to 15 minute set. He was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And he was hilarious for two reasons. One, he's really gifted. I don't know if he still does it or he just did it for the two offs. But he's right. really, really talented. And also he's culturally like in tune with me. Like I understand his you jokes. Understand the jokes. Yes. Right. Like because he's culturally appropriate for me. I right. he's not saying anything that I don't understand. He's not done. Don't get me wrong. I, I laugh my, my butt off at Dave Chappelle. I think Dave Chappelle is a genius. I would even say Dave Chappelle is one of the best that ever did it, right? Uh-huh. But again, in terms of he's not going to understand some of my cultural nuance, and that's fine no. because he's an American. Right. But he made $60 million. I don't know if this shifts our perspective on if you get good, you could do anything you want. But it's yeah. not just about the doing of the show. That's the small part. What about right. the long-standing royalties he's going to get for producing albums with this on, on it? The fact that some of this stuff going to be streamed and he's going to be making more money off of that. There's no limit to your music. If Anything your music is long. good, if your uh-huh. music is good, it's not even that you have to perform it. Uh-huh. Your music is good. Your music is good. We have streaming now, which, I mean, streaming don't pay people nearly enough. But we got streaming yeah. now and you got the ability to sell your music, to endorse your music, to get your music licensed. If we push one person, even if it's one person, Vinyl Powell, we say we're going to push Vinyl yeah. Powell and we're going to yeah. try to make sure that she gets the exposure that she needs so that we could get some music yeah. out of you. We get Vinyl Powell to do spots and so on and so on and blah, blah, blah. And then we get money. Like it, there's no limit. Once your music touches people, there's no limit to what you could do. There's two things I want to comment on here. Look at, and I can't, I can't even get over this. This album came out in 1999. I remember when it came out, I was already alive. I remember when it hit the charts and it hit the charts hard. And every year, from December 1st, <laughs> this album is Mariah Carey. Every year. Mariah Carey, all I want every for Christmas. Year. Exactly. Every single year. And it got, 1999 was what? 20, 20, 20, 22 years ago, basically. Yeah. Every year, she has been getting paid from Christmas royalties around the world every year for the last 22 years. Some people would call that. There's no, there's no money in in it. And some people call that. And some people call that one of the best, not even just Christmas albums, but one of the best albums of all time. Like, that album is so successful. That album and King Abstinence album. Them days it for you. Yeah. So that's one. And two, let's talk about what Jamaica is known for. Dance hall and music. That music. 
Just now, Jamaica is known for Bob Marley and weed. Correct. Well, music. Weed is music. Exactly. Weed, weed is music to the soul. There is definitely future. <laughs> I am joking. There is definitely I'm money. Joking. I know. I know you're joking. <laughs> there is definitely a future. There is definitely money. There is definitely exposure for your society. Everything is involved with music. But, but you know, you know, it, it's interesting. It's interesting that you said Jamaica is known for Bob Marley because I don't know if you realize that I think Vibes Cattle is still in jail. Yeah, he is. But he still produce music. Like you, you ever ask? You, you never like wonder. How I it... asked that question because he went to jail when I was in Jamaica. So then after he went to jail and the first song came out, I was like, "Wait, how you... they get this to record? They got to record the studio in the jail cell? Wait." <laughs> Vibes... I just said that he's either escorted to a secure facility to record the music and then brought back. Uh, they set up something in the prison. I don't remember what was the conclusion. That was a long time ago. But I mean, he is not, even though he's a, a prisoner, he's not a hindered. A convicted felon. Okay. He's not hindered from continuing to produce music that Jamaica will now use to promote their society. This is what they I'm saying. This is they the don't poem. limit their culture even for a felon. This is this is what I'm saying. The power of music is real. We need music. When when and that's why I think I was so offended when you said that the guy, the the, the little the child came to school without a book because the mother said music ain't important. That oh. mother listens to music. I could guarantee you she'll listen to music. Even if she ringtone is a song. Even if she ringtone ain't, she does listen to music. Because, because I think as a human now, that's a fundamental need for us now. Fundamental. You want to tell me you're going to go through your whole life and you... Like, you ever hear somebody say, me like music. Me like what? But even if you yeah, like music... you listen to music But you don't listen to music all the time. Whether you appreciate when it, whether you see it as valuable or not because you don't pepper it every time you hear it, it's still something valuable to you because it's still, it's still, you're still listening to it. It still adds to your life. Who going to go to a party and hang on music? There is no party without music. There's no party without music, even if you got a gathering, a little vibes. Remember back in the day when, let's talk locally now, Sugarheads, the Sugarheads, the ultrasound people, the Grandmasters people, the Bacchanal, remember the New Vibes people? Mm-hmm. Remember all them wah that was going on because of the different kinds of bands? Different bands, yeah. Mm-hmm. But what, what, what were they playing? Music. 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 <sighs> Right, no, Beanie Man, Beanie Man versus um, Bounty Killer. They, they probably, they probably had Beanie Man went up against Bounty Killer at least uh-huh. ten times. I, I, they, they've been at it for years and years. Them man don't make money, <laughs> and he got people who does like war for Beanie or war for for Bounty Killer. Like you remember uh-huh. when Vibes it was Vibes Cartel and Movado when they yeah. had the, the gully, yeah, the whole thing and the yeah. music. Them two guys were the representation of the conflict for us, you know, because us on the outside ain't like we could witness it firsthand. It's true, it's true. Right? But people yeah. don't in sync it, say he's a, he's, a, he's a Gaza. Yeah. You understand? Like, like they, that was back in the day. And that's only because of the music, because they're not invested in the war. They invested in no. the music. I feel like that contributed to a lot of the crime that we used to have. <laughs> it did. It did because any 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 form of divisiveness could create war. Isn't it? it doesn't take a lot. Like if you no, step on meter, we could really we could start a war. Your family and my family could just not agree. Is he fault? Is she fault? 
he spit on her, she, she could, you know, whatever. Everybody going to try to justify the reason why and they're then, on this side. But, right. But again, the, again, to get to the point, the music, the music, you cannot, mm-hmm. you cannot say that music is not valuable. Music is value. Music is life. Music mm-hmm. is life. You can't, mm-hmm. like, that's, if you're sad, you're going to listen to music. If you're going to walk, you're going to listen to music. You can't stand your job. You want to plug in your info so you could just listen to music. You're at the gym to get mm-hmm. pumped. You're listening you music. You cannot say this thing is not valuable. You can't say that art ain't valuable. We need art okay. as human beings. We need Absolutely it. Absolutely necessary. We need it. You know, you know, it's funny. Every time I talk about like movies and stuff, people always be like, it's so much it costs. Movies, to, to produce a movie in our time now costs millions of dollars. A single uh-huh. actress or actor could cost you $20 million or your budget. Uh-huh. No, I don't know if we could fathom this. One person on set, and it takes way more than one person to make a movie. Yeah, definitely. Most times, right? One person, two mil- $20 million. Yeah. One person, $10 million. That's of the budget. Easy, that's it. Hundreds of people work on a movie set. Uh-huh. Hundreds. Movies that imply everybody. Think of everybody. a job. Think of a job and tell me, think of a job, any job, plumber, that'll be on plumbers, that'll have to have plumbing, adequate uh-huh. plumbing on a movie set. Have somebody to have who a poster, a cheer. Poster. Somebody who'd build furniture. People who does do, okay. people who does sing. Because mu- okay. music has to, you have to have a music. A movie you talk music, a music, Don't make sense. a movie you talk music ain't make no sense. The intro, the introduction, I'll go see it. <laughs> Even a documentary have to have As music. music. We have As to. I, I've learned from the, the very first thing. The very first thing I learned as a as a as a, a filmmaker, as a cinematographer, is that mm-hmm. music is mood. The mood exactly. of the mood, how this thing makes you feel, has right. more to do with mm-hmm. the music. Then it has to do with the acting, with the visuals. The visuals that give you context, the visuals give, they plant you into a reality. Fine, and that's a big job. Not saying it's not. It's a humongous task. But if the, the music is what will make people cry, if you watch a Pixar movie, I don't know how soft you are. Maybe you are. Maybe you I like love me. Pixar when I and say soft, Disney. And Disney. What I'm saying is, I'm not saying, I'm not saying you don't love it. I'm saying Pixar movies don't make me ball. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't... Shed tears. Toy Story was heartbreaking. Toy Story was heartbreaking. The second, this, the third one? I think this is the third one. When I remember which one, all of them make me cry. The third <laughs> one, I think. The third one, I think. When you reach the end by tears come out me, I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. I was like, why am I crying? And that moment, listen, that moment in Lion King, when Sim, when Mufasa falls, every time, me gone. Every time. A lot, man. Without fault. You need Every time. Every time. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna have to give you a hug the next time I see. <laughs> um but yeah, again, the mood of it, it again the, it gives you context so you know what you're crying about, but the mood is in the music. Exactly. Or sometimes and even now, if you lack watch of, that scene in mute, it wouldn't have the same yeah, impact. So again, for somebody to say that music is not important, it, it it hurts me. It it, it hits Mm-mm. me. It it's like if you want to kick me in the gonads. <laughs> just send me music game point. All right, so last thing I want to touch on you, touch, touch, I said touch on you. Imagine that's that's not what we're doing here. 
Um, <laughs> but then the last thing I want to ask you is about your team because I think a lot of the times when people see you perform, uh, when they see people perform, they kind of just assume that you know it's you, you know, and maybe just I show band. up, I show up and open my mouth. You show up, you open your mouth, and the band maybe just pluck a little couple of strings behind you. But talk, talk to me about your yeah. team. What does it take to get Vinyl on stage? What does it? What goes into getting you to a perform to perform? Okay, so. The hard question is here. I've been waiting for it. What does it take to make it work? And I feel like this is necessary to talk about mm -hmm. because a lot of people don't understand it. And because they don't understand it, they don't support it. So my team is made up, first of all, this is the first time I'm talking about the team. I haven't even launched it yet. What? <laughs> we have a launch coming. Um, there was a few leaks around, but officially to announce it, haven't really done it as yet. We what? have a launch coming up. Boop, yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. This is an exclusive. <laughs> so we have a launch coming up. The team is made up of 18 members, including myself. One eight. Right? So first of all, there's me. I am the lead vocalist for the team. Wow. Uh -huh. And then we have one, two, three, four background vocalists. Why do I have four background vocalists? Because each one of them sings a different part. Wow, that's a rich harmony, boy. There you go. There you go. Yep. One male, three females. Then I have my manager of design. Actually, let me give you a little backstory. So see, we spoke up to when I left school, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. When I launched myself in 2019 as a performing artist, I launched myself with um, my original song called I Found You. It's a song I wrote for my father as a wedding present. It's a love song, a romantic song. And I used that um, to launch because I wanted it to be like more of a dedication to him. Mm -hmm. You know, that I'm stepping out into my purpose. Okay. And I started in 2019, February. It launched on Valentine's night. It didn't come in the morning. It came in the night. Came in the night. Okay. Almost yeah. didn't make it, or you willfully plan it that way? <laughs> Actually, almost didn't make it, <laughs> but that's how it goes. Um, and then I started operating, and I did not make it two months without bringing somebody else on, because, and this is where my manager of design came in. I realized early o'clock that my appearances on stage were not good enough. Wow, and okay. I don't know anything about clothes, Same. clothes and colors and shapes and patterns, and I don't know about that. So I needed somebody who knew something about that. A and this is where now. No, 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 no. I have a manager of design. What? Because he evolved. At first, he was just my stylist. Uh -huh. But now, he is my manager of design. So he manages all design, posters, backdrops, what everybody has on. Any color involved in this, he's in charge. Wow. Right, right. So That's even like when I have to though. do a photo shoot, when I have to do a photo shoot, he has to one give me the poses and give me the the the, the outfits and my makeup has to look a certain way, my hair has to look a certain way. He manages all design. Wow. Yep. <laughs> so he was the first one to come on board along with my sound engineer at the time. Mm -hmm. He wasn't fully as involved because I didn't have no equipment. I didn't have, no, I was just, I just had one song and people were just calling me to sing. Mm -hmm. So at that point, it was more important for me to look the part and to do the 
do the work by myself. So I brought on the manager design. Fast forward. Then in December of 2020, I had a life-changing experience. So everybody knows that I did Carnival 49 mm-hmm. and I sang the Navy Night version. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you what happened in those two days because it was a two-day period where I had to drive from my home to Wali to catch the boat, to go to sink it, either perform or practice catch back the boat, come back up at 11 after having a full day of work, eh? come back up at 11 mm-hmm. and drive back home by myself. Right? Mm-hmm. That was two days. On both of those nights driving home, I fell asleep on the road. No way! Yeah. And like, after, after that, I was like, no, I cannot continue to do this by myself because what people don't understand is my voice is inside of my body. My body is my instrument. And if I don't care for my body, I will literally die doing this alone. Correct, yeah. You need help. Right? Mm-hmm. So I needed help. So then I, I put I put out the clarion call to the people who were supporting me all the time. And all of these people are professionals in their own right. So these four platform vocalists are singers. My manager, well, he was already in the team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I brought on as well a publicist, somebody to deal with all of my public appearances, how to speak, what to say, what, what? to put in the post, to make sure that, you know, I, I, I am appropriate for media. Because, <laughs> again, I did not understand it. Up to today, we recorded a video, and he was like, no, don't say it like that. Your tone is wrong. I'm like, what? My tone? <laughs> what? No way. Not kidding. Yeah. So I have a publicist who manages all of my posts and public, like, how I speak in public. We even went over this conversation before I came here. Then I have my sound engineer who manages my sound, right? He manages everything else. He knows how many cards are on the stage. He knows the height of my mic stand. He knows what vinyl should be sounding like, where the, the, all the technical stuff that I don't know nothing about. He does deal with it. sound better, he does deal with it. And whatever I, like if I say I need something, he knows how to translate it, to communicate it with whoever. To make the change. Or he makes the change himself. I have my own electrician. Electrician? Because, (laughs) yes, my electrician manages all of my lighting. So if I'm having an event, he's into, and and I had to purchase all these out of pocket. I had to get my own set of lights and stuff. But when the lights come, I don't know what wattage. I don't know the angle. I don't know, you know, I don't know nothing about lights. So he manages all of the lights. When we had, um... We had an event this year, a Mother's mm-hmm. Day event, and I had to use a house. And he just took one of the lights and installed it into the current flow of the house so that we could turn it on and off from the house switch. What are I you saying? I could never do that for myself. I could never do that for myself. <laughs> right? I also have two personal assistants. I have two personal assistants because in the event that one is not available, I have a next one. And they manage all of the bookings and the scheduling. One thing that was really happening a lot when I was doing it by myself, mm-hmm. I was double booking for the same day all oh, no. the time. Oh, no. Same day, same time, I'm supposed to show up to two events. Because what? Well, I try to do everything by myself. I can't yeah. remember. Mm-hmm. You know? Even if I had a book, I can't find a book because I had to go this way. And, you know, I have a driver. After after that driving experience, I say for certain events when I'm when I'm feeling exhausted, like if I'm if I if I have to perform for three hours, two hours, mm-hmm. I prefer somebody drive me home. 
So I have a driver who takes care of the driving. Wait, did, I, uh, did you didn't get in an accident, right? I did not get in an accident. But you no. just fell asleep. Jesus, I fell asleep Jesus. and caught myself multiple times. Do you know how tired you have to be to fall asleep driving in Nevis? Because it's not like no no place is really that far, right? No, it was literally a twenty minute drive, and I could not stay awake for twenty minutes. Wow. And to me, that was the scariest thing ever. Wow. So moving back to the team, moving back to the team, moving back to the team. I have uh-huh. I have two advisors, a business advisor, somebody to talk money. Let's talk money. How is this gonna work? How much money we get in? It? How much are you spending? Show me this. Show me the sheet. And income expenditure, boom, bam. She reviews everything, all business transactions, and I have a production advisor who helps me in terms of, like, how the production is going to run, which song supposed to go first, how do we look, what's happening here. Just somebody to oversee and mm-hmm. give advice. Wow. Not somebody to do anything, just mm. somebody to tell me how to do it. Correct, correct. Because the money, the, with that, this, this size, I think, because I have a lot of questions. But go ahead, I'm going to comment <laughs> on this business advisor. Go ahead. Ah, and then, last but not least, I saved them for last because they came in last. Um, I have my band manager who manages all of the band, the instruments, the rehearsal space, the rehearsal times, how good the guys are. And then I have the band, which is made up of a drummer, a keyboardist, a guitarist, and a bass player. My God, a four-man band. Yeah, a four-man band and a five-part harmony. Hello? My God. <laughs> the band manager is also the bass player, so he, he, he acts as double rules. What is it, what is it that I've, I'm finding that a lot of band managers are bass players? What, what is it about the sure. bass I that does attract I, them? I don't know. This person that I have... Like, I had him on my roster for a very long time, like, from the time I started, but he was still in school. Mm-hmm. So he finished school recently, and I told him, as soon as your big toe touched the ground in Nevis, you are my band manager. All right? <laughs> Nobody else can get you. <laughs> <laughs> so so right. let me ask the question that is probably okay. hitting. How do you afford this? Like, when I say okay. this, is this... Because, I mean, you said you had a business, you have a business advisor, and I'm guessing he probably has to say, Vinel? <laughs> so, how, d- so, go ahead. So, let's talk. Um, business-wise, I told them straight up that I can't really afford to pay you. I can't afford to pay 18 people at the moment, and that's just a reality. Mm-hmm. Because of how business runs in Nevis, I think it's a different, completely different board to Nevis when it comes to entertainment. Because you oh, okay. guys actually pay people. We, we do? I did. I did. I don't yeah. know where. Every time, every time I perform, the thing is I've received pay. Oh, so in Nevis, sometimes you perform and you don't get paid? There you go. What? So, so I don't take events that don't pay anymore. Because I, I literally cannot afford it. You can't afford literally. it. Literally. No. So right now, all of my members, they're, they're, uh, so the business is called Vinod Power Performing Artists. And to be honest, without them, the business wouldn't be running. Mm-hmm. They are more, they are my family. They are my my performing family. 
that helps, that comes, eager to learn. Some of these are younger people who want the opportunity to do something proper. And I just feel like I need to respect them, give them an appropriate title, give them an appropriate role where they can act accordingly. And then you can put it on your resume. I am the chauffeur for Vinyl Power Performing Artists. Mm, at least, at the but, very least. At the very least, you know. And I also said to myself, when the time comes for the, and I told them that when the time comes and the money is coming in, I know who I'm paying. Mm. So right now they, they're volunteering their services, and I don't, I don't want them to listen to this and feel like they're just statistics because they're not. These people have sat with me. These people have had meetings. We've discussed. We've gone through and. It's like it's like a love, it's a family, yeah, it's, it's a, a bond, family. right? Mm. You know, in a family structure, you have everybody that plays the role. Father goes to work and bring in the money, mother cook the food, the children exist. You know, everybody has a role. And and it, like it makes you emotional just thinking about how all these people came on board to help this dream become a reality. Because without them, it wouldn't be one. I remember when I used to go to church, they used to say, we told a, we told a, a vision, the people perish. I think that was that was the statement. We told, a, so, yeah. we told a vision, the people perish. And it's amazing. Like, I am, I'm always astounded and just, I love humanity, you know? A lot of yeah. people say, like, yeah, I think I think when I talk to some of my friends, they're very pessimistic. Some of them. They're very pessimistic mm-hmm. and they'll be like, you know, the world is filled with bad. And I'm like, I don't, I don't agree. I don't agree that the world is filled with bad. I think the world does have bad. There's some evil that exists, correct. But I mm-hmm. do think that in terms of my own personal life, I could honestly say that most of the people I've met, well, most of the people I've met were about their own affairs and they really didn't care to be evil. They just wanted to do what they wanted to do. But right. I also found some gem of people and, and I've met them. They're beautiful people who are right. willing to do and go above and beyond for the sake of accomplishing better. Just, right. just, just for that. This is like, look, this young lady here, she's talented, and I want to help. That, that's and it. I found, mm-hmm, that's and I found 18 people, including myself in the 18, who want to come together for this one unique goal. For it to work, correct. It's amazing, and I find it to be very, very touching. It really, I tell you, it makes me emotional every time I think about it. Sometimes, even when the driver is just driving me back home, I'm behind there crying because... If he wasn't driving me back home, I might have been in a ditch somewhere with my vehicle, you know? Right. <laughs> it's yeah. it's, oh, it's just so amazing. And it just goes to show that people are needed. Did they, because, 100%? Yeah. Because look at this. If all of these people, they, well, all of them have jobs outside of this, mm-hmm. right? So right now they can sustain themselves. But if when this gets to the point of an actual running, financially running business, they'll have another income. Correct. And they've right? made the investment. They've made the investment in you. Exactly. And, the whole and there are 18 people who would be receiving salaries. Correct. For jobs that they do. This guy don't get paid for driving. Exactly. Which is a real job. And that is a real job because it's needed. It's needed. The thing is, in America, I think, I think some of these things, they're, they're more appreciated in bigger countries, but we need to bring the culture down here. And that's all I'm saying. Right. Just bring the culture down here. When somebody is spending their time, a driver is an and asset. Yeah. Spending their time and gas, especially if they're using their own vehicle. 
Like even in America, like sometimes they don't even be driving their own vehicle, you know. They're literally no, they don't. driving the somebody else's vehicle. vehicle. Or the person who they they hire, who hired them, they're driving their vehicle. But driving is a real job. It's a real job. It it's is. a commitment, and you gotta be on the ball. Like you can't be, you can't be chauffeuring like you're on the F1 racetrack when you're driving other people. You know what I mean? No. You got you no, gotta you be careful. You gotta be making good decisions. You gotta be on the ball all the time. You can't be driving like Stephen Smith. If you're driving people, <laughs> speed demon and, and speed racer. I say in this, and I hope people, if I get in an accident or something, people don't say, oh, it's because you just drive. It's not that. I'm telling you. I drive, I just <laughs> drive. I try to drive as precise as possible, and I do enjoy driving. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a group, it's a it's really a community effort, and you have a community of, of 17 more other individuals who are investing in your vision. I think that's amazing. It's not my vision, it's our vision in one vision correct because it's not mine alone anymore and just to show you like all of these people represent something that i would have had to be doing if they weren't there and you might and you wouldn't have been doing it at the caliber because again, i could have this, never this done talent. it at that caliber exactly. i could have never even if i tried i could have never because which one person can do 18 things effectively, professionally well? At the same time, yeah. At the it's same in- time. It's impossible. And this is why I would say, this is why my body ran down when I was driving and falling asleep because I was trying to do 18 things by myself. And that is not what people don't understand. My instrument is my body, not just my voice. Mm-hmm. So when you see me show up on a stage to sing a song, a four-minute song, we had to go through so many discussions, big fighting argument with my manager. He's like, he want me to wear this and I don't like how so he look at me. And then, like, had to go fight to go to buy here, had to go cut off somebody to go drive, go to the place. There's so many things Moving that parts. had to happen. <laughs> And I didn't even start talking with the band yet because literally I got my band members like two to three weeks ago. Literally, they just came. Wow. Fresh. (laughs) And literally, I'm right now in the process of trying to attain an investment so that I can purchase the rest of the equipment that is now needed for a band to effectively function. How much cards we need, how much mic we need, how much the drum set, the stand, everything. An investment of almost 25000 EC dollars that I would have now have to make. How is this funded, you ask? Out of my pocket right now. Oh, my God. And, and I, all I do is my government salary, and I have the pop-ups, the gigs, where I sing, the, the, the vocal arms, the singograms, the entertainment that people don't want to pay for. You see, you see any struggle? It is. <laughs> it is. And this is just, you, you're just trying to, you're trying to do it at a professional level. You know, right. it, it's 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 just an interesting thing. It's just I find it to be I find it to be interesting because I think these conversations are necessary, especially in public. Because I think a lot of people really don't get what it takes to do something that you make look easy, and that's the problem with being good at any particular thing. If you are good at something, you make it look to the outsider that it's easy. You don't make because it because I took so long. To understand how to make it look easy. Correct. I took so long becoming so good at it that it looks easy now. 
But, but nobody was there when I had when I was in vocal classes and I couldn't get this run down and my voice was cracking and I couldn't remember this word and my tongue just wouldn't say it how it's supposed to be said. Nobody understands what it takes. Then nobody to make does. It. They don't. They don't. And the thing is, again, when you make it look easy, you you make it look like it doesn't take much. And that's, I think that is the, when it comes to art, I think that is the, the greatness and the problem at the same time. To the lemon, somebody building a house. I mean, it. They make it look like that. It, it, it just it just comes together so well that it's like, yeah, man. How hard could this possibly really hard? You know, somebody really drawing, hard. somebody, somebody like I, I looked at a guy. I was watching this this video. We're in a wrap up just now, but I was watching this video where this guy was um painting and he was painting upside down, right? Uh-huh. And he did this Martin Luther King portrait. Now, of course, you can't tell it's a Martin Luther King portrait because he paints it upside down and he does it in one minute. No, one minute. He does it in one minute. It was like a speed one painting. minute. One minute. I think it's a minute. Wow. It's either a minute or a minute and 20 seconds. But he does it in less than... He does it in a minute and something, right? Okay. And I think it was on America's Got Talent or something. But anyway, he then turns it upside down at the end because we're looking at him paint this thing and saying... And we don't know what it is. This looks like nonsense. Like, and time running out and we gain like 10 seconds. But bro, <laughs> bro, you come on, you come on this, you come on prime time to embarrass yourself? To go waste everybody's time with the Boy, as soon as the time reached, two seconds, my boy flipped the thing, and I was just like, oh, wow. my God. No, I'm going to say this. He makes that. He made it. He never looked like he was stressed. He never looked like he was under any duress. He never looked like... Any pressure. Pressure. Yeah. He never looked... He never looked like he was off kilter at any point. Like he was mm-hmm. making any real solid effort. He made it mm-hmm. look easy. The problem is... Or the good thing is, he did amazing work. And I could only imagine the amount of man hours it took for him to get to the point where he could draw something in a minute and something seconds, turn it up and do it upside down and make it look like a complete beautiful work of art using only black paint. What Mm -hmm. I'm saying is he made it look easy, which also makes it look like it's not valuable. And that is the issue. That is the issue. It's valuable because not, that is a unique skill. That, and the, the value that he puts to it is he probably he probably isn't even evaluating it the way he should. That's all right. I'm saying. Even if that guy if that guy charges a million dollars, right? And you say mm-hmm. that that's too much money, it's not for you to pay for it. No. It's, it's for whoever. It's for whoever the person the value. who could be like, this is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. 1.5 million. <laughs> exactly. It's not for you. And people will get no. upset when you give them your price. I've I've been I've been at the victim of this yeah. for a very long time. People get people Everything get upset. can't cost the price of a pizza. No, and they are and I always say like there are other people who do this. If you want to find a cheaper price, you could find somebody else. You don't have to come to me. But don't come to me and say, hey, look, that is way too expensive. You must be crazy. No. You just you don't see the value in it to this level. That's all I it is. I'm crazy, crazy about what I do. Exactly. You don't see the value in it because you don't you don't see the value in it, and I, I'm not here to try to convince you to see the value in of it. What the value either. is, right? No. The thing is, if you saw the value and you said, "Look, I, I know this is what it's worth. Could you do it for this?" And then we come to some kind of ball figure that's even reasonably close. Fine, right? Because <laughs> again, that's business. That's not art. <laughs> business. <laughs> 
business to me is business. It's not, it's, it's, it's not something I love, but it's something I have to do to survive. Check right. what I mean? like, it, we I, all have to do to survive. Because at the end of the day, when you have to pay your electricity bill, that no, needs to stay on for your camera to charge. You And you can't tell the electricity man, your prices them outrageous, man, paying you. You see what I mean? <laughs> or you can't go to Rams. You can't go to Rams and say, you're ridiculous. You're charging this much for a bag of apple? The Rams don't just tell you, well, just don't buy the bag of apple then. But don't say that the bag of apple ain't what five dollars. You know what I mean? Like, like right. there's no other place that you do this. The only time you do this is with artists and bands and so. Like, you're charging $2,000 to come do a set? Yeah. You see how many people in my band? <laughs> but they don't understand the cost of the equipment that it takes to get the quality that you want. Because when the band comes, when your band shows up and Vinyl hits this, this, the, 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 the microphone and she just sings with her five-part harmony and it's absolutely stupendous and it's beautiful and it's magical and it makes you feel things you never felt in your life, you make it look easy. Vinel Powell, I want to say I thank you so much for being on the show today. You, I think we need to talk more often um, because your passion kind of kind of equates to my passion. I even like normally I'm a little bit more passionate in the show, and I just didn't need to because you kind of just when Vinel. I took it all from you. you I'm did. sorry. No, no, you didn't take it from me. You just. I came and stole your show. No, no, you didn't. That's okay. I don't think you stole you don't think you stole the show. We sh we share the show together. But beyond that, I think because you're so passionate about stuff and you're saying stuff that I, I most most of the stuff you said today, a lot of the things that you said today I completely agree with. Some of them probably not, but you know, I could I could agree with a lot of it. So again, you 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 were so passionate about your points, I was just like, you know, Vinel, yeah, do it, Vinel, tell them. Beat them, Vinel. Beat them soundly. I'm joking. Um, guys, <laughs> so Vinel, thanks a lot for being on this show. Guys, we've been listening to Miss Vinel Powell, the absolutely mm -hmm. amazing. Vinel, tell, tell them how you could how they could listen to some of your wonderful music. Well, you can type in my name. I want to spell it correctly on YouTube. You'll find it. So that's V-E-N-E-L-L-E. Powell, P-O-W-E-L-L. And if you can help a little bit, you just type me this next to it. And you can find all of the songs that I would have uploaded. I have a lot of original work there. Mm -hmm. um, um, yeah, I've had four fathers, two fathers, they show, two mothers, they show, and I've written original songs for both what? of them. So you, <laughs> we didn't get to that part, Stephen. <laughs> yeah. Guys, you have to go. In quarantine. Wow. Guys, yeah. you have to go. You have to listen. Again, Vinyl Powell. Just check it out. Vinyl Powell Nevis and log on. Give her some likes. She deserves wait, wait. it. That's YouTube. That's so YouTube. YouTube got likes. YouTube got likes. You, you know. YouTube does have likes. Yeah, YouTube does, does have likes. Yeah. But I wasn't done with all of my social media. Go ahead, go ahead sweetie. I'm sorry. Then we have... <laughs> then we have Instagram at official underscore Vinyl P. Then we have Facebook, Vinyl Powell. Then we have Twitter, Vinyl Powell. Then we have TikTok, official Vinyl Powell. You know, you can figure it out. You can find me. I'm right there. All the time. Official Powell. There you go. That's your middle name. <laughs> your middle name now for me is Official. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> okay. But yeah, you can find me there. And it would really, really, really be good to see more support from home. Correct. Yeah. Instead Which of might just not from home. Right now, but 
We don't claim that it's happening. It's happening right now. This right is now. the time. Vinyl Powell breaking through today. 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 <laughs> right? Guys, thank you so much for listening. We've been listening to Vinyl Powell. My name is Steven Smith. As usual, thank you for listening to Objectively Incorrect. As usual, peace. No gang service, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye.